Hey, well, welcome to Eavesdrop, where every conversation is a great conversation. We are so glad that you're here. I don't know what the cut Every day is. is a great Oh, is that what it is? Okay, I'll stop it. Every day is a great conversation? Okay, I got it. We're in. I'll start it again. Welcome to Eavesdrop. We're so glad that you have joined us today, where every day is a great conversation. My name is Jenny, joined with one of my bestest friends in the entire world, Miss Heather. Hello, how are y'all? Doing great today. We are just, we've been laughing getting ready for this show today because it's been... We're, it has been a great week for me. Now, my, you know, what we're going to talk it. about tonight. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going to do this one. Just to kind of start off through all of it, to get to know Heather and I, there is just, there, there, there are several things that are about us. We love Jesus. Yes. Love we, my husband. I don't and have And I one. love some Alabama football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, and it's in that order. And it days. is in that order, one, two, three, for the most cases for her. But <laughs> knowing both of us, we do love our Lord and Savior yes. more than anything else. But come this time of year, and it is in the end of September, and we're smack dab in the middle of it. Roll tie, baby. War Eagle, my friend. And, hey, sick of bears, I do have two. Okay. I do have two. So, you can have two, hey, especially well, if you're Auburn first. <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> actually, I am sick of bears. I will pull it. My team mm, got a sick of bears, but I am War Eagle on you. But for Heather and I, this is a wonderful time of year that we just so absolutely love. And we just thought we'd just have a great time just sharing. Y'all get to hear part of our conversations because there are some digs. We do each other digs when it comes to and y'all Southern know College how football. football goes in the South. You, well, your team okay. is great until they're not. And then everybody's going to tell you exactly what's wrong with your team and your and coach. And tell you how and, to fix it. And, and how all you can that fix it and what's wrong with their mustache. And um, okay, so it, I got a quote. It's so much fun. Okay, so I got a quote for you. I got a quote okay. for you. You ready for this one? It goes, in the East... College football is a cultural exercise. Okay. On the West Coast, it's a tourist attraction. Okay. In the Midwest, it's cannibalism. Okay. But in the South, college football is a religion. Yes, it is. And every Saturday is a holy day. It is. It is is. a holy day. I mean, unfortunately, we do see it in the South on that one and stuff like that. Well, you know, I think it's funny, y'all. This, if this is your first time listening to Jenny and I, I really don't want you to get the wrong picture, but this is a very yeah. clear picture for us. It's in a reality South, for us in the South. We, we really do. You, you know, we're girls through and through. I, I will dress to the nines for a football game. It is It is. So much fun. But, it is part of who we are. We love it. We know what's going on. We know the plays. We know the names of the football players. We know um, our, our coaches' philosophies and their style and their recruiting patterns. It, it's part of who you are in the South. Well, and, we grew up in this. I mean, this has yeah. become, it's not just like going to school. This is an education. When you're in the South as a girl, you have to know what's going yeah. on on the field and the play calling and 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 all the I mean you just it's it's part of our lives yeah. it's ingrained yeah. in us and there is certain etiquette you know about being a southern female a in the south I mean in the college football arena there is some things okay we found okay we we did a bunch of like looking online and just seeing how many things we could find about southern women and I am absolutely shocked and amazed at how many guides there are about mm-hmm. Southern women and college football. If you want football. to learn and you don't know how to talk yes. to your husband about football, if you want to know why he is obsessed on Saturday and will plant his honey at 9.30 in the morning to watch game day and not move. Yes. Um, and you are not one of those women like Jenny and I that, that absolutely love our football and love talking trash with the guys at church and um, well, standing at the wa- water cooler yes. during the week and knowing... Um, exactly what's wrong with that spread offense that you keep trying to run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, first, I mean, you got to. I mean, it, it's part. It's a tough place to be and stuff like that. To where you got to know to have any conversations in the fall. It's always going to be when you come to the South. If you're not from the South. Well, if you're not from the South, you're usually asked, do you believe in God? And would Are you, you like sweet tea with that? And would you like sweet tea? <laughs> and then usually the third question is, who do you pull for? Alabama or Auburn. It's Alabama or Auburn. That's just the way that it is always is. It's always been that way and in the South. And judgments will be made. Oh. And if you don't name side, it right then and there. You must declare. It's like You customs. must declare. It's well, like, if, welcome home. We're glad you're back to America. Now, declare anything that you've purchased overseas. That's exactly how it is. When you move into the state of Alabama, yes, yes, you will yes. be asked. Well, who you go for? Well, are you, you going to be an Alabama fan or an Auburn fan? And whatever your allegiance was before, you know, I was brought up in West Virginia, and my father was a very big Bear Bryant, Frank, Bear Bryant fan, and so I knew a lot about Bear growing up, but I was a West Virginia fan my whole life. Mm-hmm. I was a big Don Nealon fan. Absolutely love him. And for those of us who grew up in West Virginia or being a West Virginia fan, let me throw out a real quick joke for you. Of oh, no. What does, what does a West Virginia team <laughs> under John, Don Nealon and Cheerios have in common? Oh, what? Looks great until they get into a bowl, but they have no chance of coming out alive. (laughs) (laughs) For those of us who grew up diehard Don Nealon fans, uh, he's an incredible man. Uh, His daughter, Vicki, married Jeff Hostetler, and uh, that is about the best marriage that ever came out of that. But he is an incredible man and brought a program to that country or to that part of the country that that can't be um, destroyed even by Rich Rodriguez. Yeah, well, and he got destroyed. If anybody watched the game this yes. past what week, comes he got around, destroyed. Goes around. It does come around, go around. And Heather grew up there. I grew up down here in Alabama, so it literally was. I grew up in the Alabama and Auburn. And folks, mm-hmm. most folks, when they look at me and they ask who I like, and I've liked Auburn, but my parents went to Alabama, and half my family is split down the middle. And then it was. I decided not to stay in state. Decided to go to Baylor. <laughs> Because I just and didn't want to say And they have a football team for And they have a great football team. Thank you. RG3, Heisman Trophy winner last year. Yes. Who's actually making a good showing for himself Who's in actually the doing very well. NFL, and I'm very proud of him. Well, and uh, it's, Not as well as Trent Richardson, though. Who? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so go awesome. away. So, I still miss Julio, though. You know, I see I liked Julio. Gosh, I did I like Julio. But Julio it was funny when I was, when I was out at Baylor. Oh, Lord, she's going to start singing. <laughs> but when I was out at Baylor, the funny thing was is that when you would go to those games in Texas— they think, they think I love that. my friends that are from Texas. I really, mm-hmm. really do. But they think they know how to tailgate and they think they know about traditions that they're. And I would sit there and be like, okay, hey, y'all have not been to the South. And I'd start explaining different things because I used to grow up going to Alabama mm-hmm. with a, a good, very, very best friend of mine. And I would go to Auburn and would do both of them. And when I start explaining traditions and things that we do mm-hmm. and how it literally is not just a football game. It is an event that is planned out months, years in advance. They'd be like, oh, we don't do that. I'm like, yeah, see, I know, you know, yeah. we don't do this and stuff like that. So that could be a great place for us to jump in. Oh, with please. The, um the differences between yes. football in the North and the South. And, and you know, we're going to kind of interject. This is easily found. <laughs> if you are web savvy, um, you can just Google it. You can put in there football in the nor- North versus mm-hmm. football in the South, and you will be able to find this list. This is not this original been so, to Jenny no. and I. We have probably tossed this around for three football seasons and between we, the two of us. And we refer back to this because it is so true. It is so true and so stereotypical. So, you know, if, if, <laughs> let me just put it this way. If if these jokes don't apply to you, l- let's just keep it in context. Because any given day at Bryant-Denny, there's 102,000 of my closest friends. And I oh say gosh. that knowing that the stadium holds 102,000. And so, you know, there's probably, what, 5,000 visiting people? It, Maybe. That, that my comments will not apply to. 
So, so if you're <laughs> one of those few people that when we tell this joke that you get offended and your panties are in a wad, it's okay. It's okay. We're not going to hold that against you. This is part of us. Joke this is part of it. That most of us fall into. So don't get your feelings hurt if if you just totally feel maligned. But more often than not, I think you'll find some humor that this well, is and, valid. <laughs> well, and for all of our Southern females that know exactly can, We're really poking can do fun it, at ourselves. chest pump and the two <laughs> fingers up going, I got you, love you, mean it. This yeah. is, you will know and hopefully yeah. we'll bring back some good stories and some memories that you'll be like, oh, that is so true that this happened. And for those of you Northern ladies who are listening who just want one more dig at Southern women, here you go. Here you go. This, this is, is it. And you're going to go, they really are that Show crazy one, in the South. Here it is. And, and we're going <laughs> to just go ahead and light it up for you because, yeah, we are this bad. All right. So part of this is, like, again, you can find it online anywhere. But part of this is going through different aspects about the difference between North. And when we say North, we're talking about. Not the SEC. Not the SEC. So we're talking about any other conference, literally. We're Big Ten, Big, Big 10. 12, Pac-12, all of those, the Big Easy, I mean the Big East, <laughs> All ACC, of those. Whatever. I we're mean, talking all about those, y'all. If it's not in the Southeast, it's everybody else. Right. And we know y'all talk about us. You're all SEC haters. So it's okay. Okay, so go with the but first laugh one. laugh at us. Go with okay. the first one. So we're going to tell you the the the. Um, the substandard uh, or the sub, <laughs> substandard, the subcategory, and then we'll go from there. So the first one that it's listed is women's accessories. Mm-hmm. So it says uh, women's accessories in the north would be chapstick in your back pocket and a $20 bill in your front pocket. Reasonable enough. And I would probably add a sweatshirt. Probably because it's cold. You need to have a sweatshirt because it's going to, by the end of the game, get yeah. cold. Yeah. Okay. Um, in the south, it would be a Louis Vuitton duffel with two lipsticks, <laughs> waterproof mascara, and a fifth of bourbon. Money is not necessary because that is what your date is for. <laughs> amen and amen and amen because, yes, we have all yes. had dates in the south for that. Yes. And the waterproof mascara is necessary because it's so stinking hot at the football games, okay? You're sweating You're not to crying death. if you're from the SEC. Yes, and it's not because you're crying. It's because the humidity is so horrible down here in the South. Especially in August and September games. All right, so the stadium size, this is probably pretty true and accurate. In the North, college football stadiums hold about 20,000 people. So, in the South... High school football stadiums hold about 20,000 people. My friends from the Texas area will understand completely because high school football is massively huge within that area. But, yeah, that's probably pretty about true. And as Heather said, she's got about 102,000 of her closest friends. And I have about almost 90,000 in there. And Baylor's building a, for a new 45,000-seat stadium. I'm very proud that's of that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just to add to that, you know, um, my high school shared a football field. With two really? other high schools. Really? Okay. That, just to give you a context, in West Virginia, um, you know, the biggest schools when I were grow- was growing up was 3A schools. Mm-hmm. Here in Birmingham, we have 6A schools. 6A schools. But um, at the 3A, we had three high schools mm-hmm. in my town, and we all shared one football field, mm-hmm. and we just rotated home games and, and away games. Yeah. And that's how we um, – and, and we had wow. bleachers for the visiting team, uh-huh. and, like, their locker rooms were absolutely – horrible and despicable and then we actually had you know that like concrete nice stadium the nice good ones that you on had our side, like that. on the home nice. side. And when you had to rotate it was you know it was it was not very fun. nice but anyway, so stadium size i think is is definitely a difference okay so here's another one i thought was funny fathers this is so true <laughs> in the north fathers expect that their daughters will understand sylvia plath oh yes and in the south uh, fathers expect that their daughters will understand what pass interference is. <laughs> Again, terminology, part of conversations. And for those of you in the North, I just want to go ahead and freely admit, I don't know who Sylvia Plath is. 
Yeah, I think it has something to do with etiquette. I don't feel the need to Google her either. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> but I can explain pass interference and the reason why that head needs to be turned backwards for it not to be kept pass Between pass interference, <laughs> targeting, and clipping, we got both of those down. So campus decor. Yes, Which yes. we are very much about campus decor around here. In the north, you have statues of founding fathers. Perfect example. As of recent, there was Joe Paterno at Penn State. No longer there. Oh, how funny. I thought that founding fathers were actually like the country's founding fathers, like James, you know. No, you did. I really honestly Our president. (laughs) Maybe at George Washington University. I don't know. You know, James Madison. (laughs) Okay, but in the South, um, the campus decor revolves around statues of Heisman Trophy winners and how many you have and whether they're big, tall, big, huge statues that they've got. Yeah. Um, Auburn has two Heisman Trophy winners. Three. Thank you very much. Three. three, three. Pat Sullivan, Bo Jackson, um, and Cam Newton. Oh, I forgot about Scam. Okay, say don't that? even. Yes, you did just say um, that. Would you just stop? Alabama does not do that. We do not have <laughs> um, Heisman Trophy winners that are solidified. You actually have to win a national championship to uh, get a trophy, or I'm sorry, to get a statue in your honor. We there would be one for Bear who has six, and one for I don't see dead people. You would if you went to Alabama. Yeah, I see him every day. He's on a statue, he, and he's dead people. <laughs> All right, next one. Okay, the next one is the homecoming queen. In the north, the homecoming queen would <laughs> also have a major in physics. Oh, yes. Yes, she would probably be incredibly Harvard, intelligent. Harvard, Yale, yes. Princeton. Yeah, she would She would be incredibly astute. In the south, she would also be Miss America. Absolutely, and practice her wave <laughs> as she is walking across the field for her homecoming court that goes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in the north, heroes. Um, heroes from the North, which, you know, I really would agree probably in the North with this one because I like this guy because he was in the North. Rudy Giuliani, he is considered a great leader from the North in a great time of need that we had um, on down the road. In the South, (laughs) in the South, there's probably a lot of heroes that could be added. No, you cannot add your Alabama ones. That is not allowed. But this one does add the Ole Miss and the Tennessee. Archie Payton and Eli Manning would be listed as heroes, heroes. in the South. They are like a family dynasty I in mean, the South. that is a legacy right there. It is You've a legacy. Got three incredible Which, I mean, guys who are great yes. at time management, team management, leadership, as well as their Encouragement and all of it, yeah. Incredible quarterbacks. Um, all of which, them are. You know, that's that's great. And to this day, I still think Archie is incredible. I think hot. he's an incredible. Yeah. <laughs> just aged well <laughs> okay go to the next one um getting tickets and this is quite this, funny this I, is funny yeah getting tickets i grew up in west virginia where they would give a shuttle it was like a 45 minute ride to the stadium from my hometown and there would be a shuttle and if you would actually work half of the game selling cokes or doing Chick-fil-A the concession sandwiches stands. or um yeah French fries, sort of like that. You could sit and watch the, the second half of the WVU game. And so I did that a lot. We called those people hawkers. So I would be a hawker <laughs> so I could see the game for the second not half. Not a candy striper like in no, a hospital. It was a hawkers, You'd be a hawker. They, call, they were called hawkers. So we anyway, could go down a road. This but we're is not. really funny to me about getting tickets because that's how I could get a ticket. But it says in the north, five days before the game, you can walk into the ticket office on campus and purchase a ticket. In the south to get tickets, Five months before the game, you walk into the ticket office on campus, you make a sizable financial contribution (laughs) and put your name on a waiting list for tickets. In prayer that you might 
get a ticket. Well, and I can honestly say that I have been friends with people who, in the divorce, made sure they got the season tickets. Oh, yeah, we have a similar friend that that yeah. that was a that was a you a, fight for the season tickets. Yeah. You can give up the lake house, but those season tickets. Uh, Do you know that students now that a lot of them, and I think I know Auburn does it. I think Alabama does it some. I think, and you may correct me if I'm wrong, but they do a lottery that they get like student passes that there are only certain oh, games yeah. that they can go to. They can't go to all the yeah. games because one, the campuses, are, the undergraduate so is so large, but the stadium only has this amount of seats for the students. So not all the students yeah. can go to the game. So they do a lottery of what mm-hmm. you can go. So you are praying you get those tickets and to you those can big also games. Sell those tickets. Oh, you can sell but those if tickets. If you're a student and your team goes to the national championship. Yes. You get a ticket. You get a ticket. And you get it at the student price, which mm-hmm. is amazing. And a lot of a lot of kids at Alabama made a, a pretty good dime to pay for some tuition when they saw those tickets when we won the last national I'm championship. I'm telling you, it was way to do it. Which was a good bet since we could possibly be there again this year. So being a student in these schools, I would probably agree with this next one about Friday classes after a Thursday <laughs> night game. There are stories that could be had by all but of this one. But Friday classes after a Thursday night game, which, you know, nowadays a lot of it's the weekend starts when a fr- Thursday night game happens. Absolutely. Um, at 6 45. It does for me um, anyway. It, it starts from here and then it becomes an event. It's not just a Saturday. It is Thursday through right. Saturday is when football happens. Absolutely. So Friday classes after a Thursday night game in the North, student is, students and teachers are not sure they're going to the game because they have classes on Friday. Priorities. Like it is priorities. And as a mother, that's exactly what I want my children to think. I want my think. children to think that. Yes. But if you're going to go to the South. If you're going to Bama. If you're going to a, any college in the South. Teachers will cancel Friday classes because they don't want to see the few hungover students that will actually make it to class. <laughs> yes. I wonder if they have a no shirt, no sunglasses, no... I may actually tell my children that I won't pay for a Friday class or a Monday morning at 8 o'clock class. It's just That's a, probably a, a good horrible plan to investment. Do. That's probably a good don't thing to do. Don't waste my money. <laughs> that is probably true. Okay, All right. parking. This is hilarious. This. Um, there... If you've ever been to Bryant-Denny, Bryant-Denny is in the middle of the mm-hmm. smallest, cutest little town in the world called Tuscaloosa. We call it T-Town, also nicknamed Trophy Town. But anyway, um, <laughs> you are going to park in somebody's yard. front yard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is probably going to supplement their income. Yeah. So go ahead and bless them. Just go yes. ahead and bless them. Yes. They'll take care of your car. These They'll poor make sure. college students. Absolutely. But parking in the South for a football game is is an incredible journey in and of itself. So I think this one's really funny. In the North, about an hour before your game time, the university opens up the campus for game day parking. Uh, In the South, the RVs sporting their school flags (laughs) begin arriving on Wednesday for the weekend festivities. The really faithful will arrive on Tuesday. Amen. If you have never seen one of these RVs, I'm telling you, you have missed life. That is a mansion on wheels. I honestly... One day, I just want to get to know somebody who has one of these RVs because it is it is a lifestyle for them, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they have larger TVs than I have cars yes. that come out of these RVs. So it, it is just fun. You've got to laugh with them, not at them, because it, they're committed. Well, and, you know, there is something about seeing, I mean, being in the South, when you come in on that Saturday, and if you've, oh, if you've not a part of, a game of it, day. the smell of a game day. But And that's I think that's something on that's down here that, that's been one of our things. But seeing the RVs and all the flags... I mean, and it, it and the we, we've got Alabama and Auburn, but I mean, it's you hit any Florida, you hit LSU, you hit at Mississippi State, you hit a lot of these that the, the RVs are lined up, the flags are flying, the music is blaring. They have prepped it and got in it ready mm-hmm. Tuesday prior to it is an event, and folks live and breathe. Come, come south. Yeah, this is what they do. 
And it, it really is a whole lot of fun. You can come. It is a blast. You can get there in the mm-hmm. foulest mood. And within 10 minutes. You are in Of somebody who just loves the, the passion. The game. Yes. And to see people give their all. Yeah. It, it just turns it around for you. So it's I just think fun. that's great. Which is one of the reasons why we do get so many game days in the SEC. And I know there are SEC haters out there. So just laugh with us about this. But we honestly believe this one is absolutely true. Oh, yeah. Uh, game day. And we're talking about ESPN game day coming to your school. Which okay? has become a massive thing that you want game day to come to your school. I mean, absolutely. they set it's it on the, the campus. It's game, game of, of the week. week. And I mean, you get the whole nine yep. yards and everybody starts playing. So when they announce we're game day is going to yeah. be it is like everything shuts down and everybody converges on game day where they are and signs are made and everybody's dressed up and oh yeah people come out of the woodwork and so that's why we laugh because this joke just hits us right in the in the teeth uh but in the north for game day a few students will party in their dorm room and watch espn on tv sure in the south <laughs> every student wakes up has a beer for breakfast rushes over to where espn is <laughs> broadcasting game day live to get on camera and wave to the idiots up north who wonder why game day live is never broadcast from their campus and i can say this because you know like i said i grew up in west virginia i did see the west virginia game that had um game day mm-hmm. and i did see all of the couches i do know i, I remember the the tradition of the couches <laughs> and in west virginia let me just say the thrift stores get cleaned out of couches. I don't know if you've seen this. This is one I have of those not traditions. Seen this. They clean out the thrift stores of couches and they line the roads. And if West Virginia beats somebody, and let me just say, when they beat Penn State, there is just nothing like it. When they beat uh, Penn State, we'll there's nothing like beating them. But when they beat Penn State, they will light those couches up and it is a par. Hey, that is awesome. And this last year, West Virginia actually got a game day, and I was so proud of them. And apparently, the campus sent their security around and rounded um, up no. all of the couches. Did like they really? Two different times during the week prior to the game. So um, I did see one or two, but it it was. Have you ever actually been ESPN College Game Day when they've been there? When they've been at a, not at West Virginia, but at Bama, yes, yes. And I've been I've been at one at Bama. I've been at one at Auburn, and it is. It is really kind of fun because, well, one, people come out of the woodwork. It's crazy on on both sides. And the signs. And you got to do it. There's some good creativity that's going on Mm -hmm. right there. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. Well, it leads into tailgating. Tailgating is is an event. It is literally. It is a verb. It is a verb. It is an action. It is something that you just do naturally. You got to do it. Tailgating and what they talk about here, and this is absolutely, and we just mentioned like the smells on college oh. game day. Tailgating in the north, raw meat on a grill, beer with a lime in it, listening to local radio station with a truck tailgate down. Absolutely. Probably so. In the south, this is no <laughs> lie. This is absolutely, when we talk about coming it all in, this is all in. In the south, there's a 30-foot custom pig-shaped smoker that fires up at dawn, Mm -hmm. cooking accompanied by a live performance from the Dave Matthews Band who comes over during breaks and asks for a hit off your bottle of bourbon. And if you're from lower Alabama, bourbon would be whiskey like Jim Beam, Crown. Jack One Daniels. of those, you know, but literally the smells, those smokers that are going. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. That, that, that mesquite well, and the hickory. Well, and the tailgating, it becomes a party event. You've got mm-hmm. the tablecloths all lined up. You've got displays and table centerpieces that all come out that are all, they're all there and lights that are all hanging up around everybody mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And all the dishes are all laid out. It's like Thanksgiving. Every Saturday is and, like Thanksgiving. And let me just tell you, if you're if you're already laughing at us Southern women, I, I just want to go ahead and make it even easier for you to laugh at us. You know those silver serving pieces that you registered oh, yeah. for when you got married in the North um, that were beautiful and you got Lennox, and they're China, sitting 
and and you use it like three times a year. I just want to let you know that in the South, we registered for silver called Wilton Armitel that was either Alabama or Auburn. Yes. And we pull that stuff out every Saturday. Every, every for, fall it's pulled for, out and For cleaned. Auburn, they pull it out 12 weeks out of the year. And for Alabama, <laughs> we pull it out for about 19, 20. Because, you know, we've got that bowl game coming up. And most likely it's going to be yes, a championship. Yes, this is the digs. But it's going to happen. But it's not a championship. It's at least a You BCS have not made ball. it through the rest of this um, season yet. So we're just, you're still holding girl, on by prayer, too. I'm, Auburn's oh, yes, just digging in. Auburn's digging in. I'm praying. I'm praying. <laughs> praying. So get into the stadium. Oh, this is hilarious. In the north, when you're getting to the stadium, you'll ask someone, hey, where's the stadium? And when you find it, you walk right in. Yes. In the south, when you're near it, you hear it. On game day, it is the state's third largest city. Don't. And that is true. That is very true. Alabama. That is very true. And probably you get weird looks if you have to ask where the stadium is. Yeah, because both Alabama and Auburn, the two largest uh, universities in the state of Alabama, are in small towns. They are. The whole town re- revolves around um, the university and yeah. it revolves around mm-hmm. football. I mean, that's it how is it about is. about the college kids and it they is. care of those kids. And the tourist industry, you know, Tuscaloosa is an incredible town. And when that tornado came through, it really yeah. sideswiped us. It did. Um, in more ways than one. But they have rallied because mm-hmm. of the love of a game. Mm-hmm. And so it is a beautiful thing. Okay. And then in concessions, this is hilarious, y'all. Like this I said, is the South. This I hopped Coca-Cola to get to sit down and watch the second half of the game. And I watched <laughs> Jeff Hostetler and I, I watched some really amazing games at West Virginia Field. Um, but this is funny, and it is so true. In the North, drinks are served in a paper cup that is filled to the top with soda. Yes. Okay. In the South, those drinks will be served in a oh, plastic hey, hey, cup. Hey, hey, hey. I have one right there here. Plastic go. cup right here. Big it one. It will be served in a plastic cup with a home team's mascot on it. It will be filled less than halfway full with soda just to make sure you've got room for your or bourbon. bourbon. <laughs> Telling y'all, and y'all may, y'all are going to be, those that are listening to us are going to sit there going, okay, these women are crazy. This is reality for us in the South. And this I'm is just the way that you, it we is. We haven't even gotten to the beginning of the game. No. Like, I just want you to think what we've done is we've, we've set you up. Like, we are just about to go into the stadium, and this is how crazy we are. We haven't even, we, we haven't, haven't even, even told you about the, the outfits. We, we haven't, no. That's not even in this joke. And oh, this no, is, no. This no. is something got, new in the South. But, um, so you've gotten into the stadium now. You know, you got your first cup of um, Diet Coke or whatever it is that you're going to be drinking for whatever the day. Whatever you're comfortable you with that day. you pull out your Louis Vuitton that's got the little stash in the side where you can pull out your mini. <laughs> and you've gotten to the point of the national anthem. Oh, the national anthem. Okay. There's so nothing like the national anthem. Tell us about that, Jenny. So in the north, stands are less than half full. And less than half of them stand up. That's in the, just the national anthem that's standing up. Gotcha. In the south. <laughs> in the south. And I saw it, and you it, it oh, is never – it doesn't matter if you're who you're playing. This happens mm-hmm. every Saturday. And it doesn't matter even if you're playing LSU. They know how to stand up and put their hand over their heart. Yes, they it. do, and you sing it proud. 100,000 fans all standing, singing along in perfect four-part harmony. And it's not just in the stadium it's happening. It's happening around the even stadium. Even tailgaters, yep. Even tailgaters that are not in the game are standing outside. Everything stops, and everybody is singing with their, proud, with their hand proud over their heart, singing in four-part harmony. I love it. I it's love it. So I love it. Good. I love it. It's so good. Okay, then you get to the funny part. Okay, so the smell in the air after Alabama scores their first touchdown, which let me just say my favorite thing in the world is to hear Eli Gold go. Touchdown, Alabama. And Rod Bramlett is going, touchdown, Auburn, from Jim Fife, who was one of the greatest announcers that Auburn had. I'm just saying. So when that (laughs) happens and you get to hear that the very first time. Yeah. In the North, that's all that happens. Mm -hmm. You hear the wonderful, you know. Nice play. 
Yeah. Keith Great Jackson job. or whoever say, you know, Mountaineer touchdown or whatever it is that you're hearing. Uh, and in the south, <laughs> fireworks go off and there is a slight smell of bourbon. Yes. Because everybody has cracked the second drink. At and it's point. toasting. Okay. So commentary in the north from men. This is funny to me. Yeah, in the north, it's nice play. That was a nice play. That was a good job. Nice play. In the south, dadgummit, you slow idiot, tackle him and break his legs. (laughs) It is just wide open right there. I'm sure you could add your own commentary and thinking it. We are keeping this, you know, our own version. But this is PG. This is PG. But that's in the South from the men, our commentary. But the women, Heather, what would you say from the women? Yeah, women in the North. In the North, they say. After that first hit. My, this is certainly a violent sport. And in the South? Dadgummit, you slow idiot, tackle him and break his leg. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure whoever Sylvia Plath is, but I'm not sure she would agree she with this. She might not say that. She but, might not say it. But we would absolutely say that. Now, there is something, and we just mentioned. There is nothing like South. You get the tailgating. You get the RV. You mm-hmm. get all of the excitement. But the announcers that mm-hmm. we have in the South... There's, are beyond, nothing like there's nothing like them and what yeah. they bring to the game because like here in the south the the pregame stuff if you're driving on the radio er, driving to the game and you have to turn on the radio Alabama starts three hours ahead of game time Absolutely. Auburn starts two and a half hours ahead of game time but you can always find even more so those announcers that mm-hmm. are on the air and you can't wait if once you hear their voices you know it is game time mm-hmm. however far out from when game's starting you know that game time is here, and you and are in. The last in, couple of in. years, we've lost some of the greats in yes, the South. We there lost, have been Georgia going. lost theirs. Yes, Munson. That was, yeah, Mr. And that, Munson. That was such a sad day mm-hmm. for them because he was the voice of Georgia yeah. football. Auburn had Jim Fife. Yeah, and then um, Kenny Stabler was a great guy from yeah. Alabama Kenny that used Stabler, to be a part but, of it. You know, for me. Eli Gold. Yeah. When when we lose Eli Gold, it will be like losing the Bears. That's going to be. Because that is it the is, voice it is. that's in my head when it comes to Alabama football. So that, I think, is another funny um, contrast between the North and the South. In the North, you know, announcers are neutral and paid. Absolutely. They are there to do a job. Almost like when we were growing up, what journalists mm-hmm. were before they became editorials. Mm-hmm. But um, that that's still commonplace. They it are is. doing a job. They're doing a great job. And in the South, the announcer will harmonize with the crowd in a fight <laughs> song with a tear in his eye. Because he is so proud of his team. Oh, yes. And I just is. think that's hilarious because that yeah, is that what is. I think of when I think of Mr. Munson with Georgia. Yes. He loved those Georgia Bulldogs well, and was and, so proud of them. Well, and that just knowing that your announcers are doing that, that just adds even more of just the passion that the we know it, it mm-hmm. that we know about the college football in the South. Yeah. So after the game, once it's all <laughs> said and done, after it's all said and done and we have spent the whole entire day, the event of the of the whole football season, after the game, north in the north, the stadium is empty way before the game ends, way before the game's end. But in the south, <laughs> the game doesn't quite end until another rack of ribs goes on the smoker while somebody goes to the nearest package store for some more bourbon. bourbon. And everybody begins planning for next week's game. And let me just add, for those of you who are in the North listening and wondering what a package store is, this was really <laughs> funny. My family came down when I got married. Um, I have a bunch of family from uh, Columbus, Ohio. They live right outside of Upper Arlington. They're huge OSU fans. And they came down. And, of course, you know, they they wanted to have, uh, you know, some beer, alcohol for the wedding weekend and wanted to take care of that. And 
And so they asked me where they would go. And in the north, they call those things an ABC store. And that's typically, you know, because the state wants to get their cut. But in the south, we like to call those things a package store because we wrap that stuff up and put it in a cute little package. So nobody knows what's in our package, but it's really something for the game. But, and it um, goes in that side pocket of your Louis Vuitton mm-hmm. duffel bag that you've got to take with you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what a package store is for those of you who are laughing at us. Yeah, we, we call it a package store. So if you can't have it figured out by listening to us, we are a little passionate about this. We joke about it. We love we love each other about it. It's just part of being in the South is is college football. I mean, it is it's part of our life. Heather, what are the four seasons um, for college football or for um, for women in the South? Um, do you want me to tell you what mine are? Or do you want what everybody else? Well, I can are? tell you what the three seasons this says, but okay. I love hearing yeah. yours. You go with yours. No, you, you tell them that one because I, I like that one even better. Well, the three seasons that are down here are recruiting season, spring <laughs> season, and football season. Amen. So Those are the three seasons that are down here in the South, and your version is spring. <laughs> Um, I, I say winter, winter, spring, summer, and football. <laughs> I mean, it, that is just the <laughs> you, you way just of kind of love that. Um, but so you know, like we said, we could talk about football for all day long. And and really, the thing is, in the South, you got to love it. Mm-hmm. You got to love you it. You got to love it or leave it because you're going to miss your husband. Yeah. For a quarter. Yeah. And if you haven't grown to love the thing that he, that he holds dear, you're missing out on an op- opportunity. It is a whole lot of fun. Get a babysitter for the day and spend the day with your husband and let yeah. him just be the guy that he was when he was in college. It is wonderful to see them footloose, fancy free, enjoying a game that they probably grew up playing and dreaming that they would ever be on the field at Alabama or Auburn or whatever your team is. So even though we laugh about it and hopefully only at our expense, know that this game is well loved. Oh yeah, it's deep rooted for so many for so many reasons for so many families. It goes way back generations. I mean, it goes back or you know, for so long that it goes back on this one. So we hope you've enjoyed just being part of our conversation and laughing at laughing us. at uh, really laughing at us and our take on college football as we've gotten to share some different um, perspectives and different things about college football. We hope you will join us again uh, the next time that we uh, get to talk about a conversation and um, have a great time with it and we look forward to hearing from you soon about your thoughts about the show. You can find us on Facebook um, at Eavesdrop Show and again you can always follow us on iTunes and subscribe to the podcast. Until next time we will talk again. Bye bye. Bye bye.